Hi, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks podcast, and I am here with Ruby and Natalia from Bahari. We're here in New York City. It's it's a little gray out, but we're sitting in a really, really cool apartment chatting while they're on tour. So, hey, guys. Hey. I'm so stoked to meet you and talk to you and talk about your music. It's so great to meet you, too. Thank you for coming all the way. Yeah, it was a little bit of a hike. I'm like, where is this place? (laughs) We can see the river, so we're on the west side. It's, It's not terrible. It's, it's gorgeous. Not it's not terrible. You could do worse. <laughs> but anyway, so um, share a little bit what about, about what you're doing in New York, first of all. Um, we are here because we have a show in Brooklyn on the 21st of February, which is Friday. And we came a few days earlier because we wanted to just be in New York. We love it here so much. And we had a couple of meetings and stuff. And yeah. Cool. So what, um, tell us about what you're playing, who you're playing with, what's happening. We're here on tour with Elohim, who's one of our really close, like friends and favorite artists that we look up to so much. So we're so excited. And we had rehearsals a few days ago and got to see her full, like, dress rehearsal show and it's it's incredible. so good it's insane. so excited so. And, you know i live in brooklyn i might have to come out to the show come. Have to come. <laughs> you should come it's because insane. everyone playing on this tour is just it's just gonna be so awesome Mero's playing first and then we're playing and then l and her show is just absolutely wild it's so fun it's so i'm so fun. excited to watch it every night we get to just yeah. dance every night it's gonna be amazing <laughs> that sounds cool really cool um so tell me a little bit about your origins like how did you guys meet up how did you get into creating the music that you do we met at rock mafia which is the studio that we still record at and we're still signed there and we're there pretty much still every single day making music and we met when we were just teenagers we became friends and we were like i was like hey can i sleep at your house and then we were like yeah yeah. we wrote our first song (laughs) wild ones on her dad's couch and we brought it to the people that we work with and we were like we want to put this out together and they were like, okay. And then we were like, we want to be called Bahari too. And they were like, okay. And then the rest is history. And now we're here. Yeah. It's really great when you find that creative partner that really yeah. sort of like takes you, like, it's sort of like the sum of your parts is bigger than the individual elements, 100%. you know? We're so lucky to have somebody so to lucky. relate to through all of this. And someone, even like the other day, like we were in an Uber and we accidentally told him our band name. So he starts like bumping our music the whole way to the airport. Like if I was alone, <laughs> it was I would like have six been o'clock like in the morning. mortified, you know, but her and I are just dying laughing. Like it's so fun to have someone yeah. through every experience. And it's nice to get to like high five each other when something good happens. You yeah. know, I feel like for so many artists, it's kind of a journey that you go on by yourself, even though there's yeah. your team and everyone around you, but it's, it's just you, it's you on stage, but we have each other, which is really cool. Yeah, and I even find like I actually have a creative partner that I work with mm-hmm, music yeah. on, and just having somebody to just bounce decisions yeah. off of yeah. is so, so nice. It's so nice. You're like, and it's not all on you, especially like, with writing. Yeah. You know, yeah. like we both write together, and we've found such a good balance of writing with each other such a good flow and it's so easy now because we first of all we do literally everything together so like there's no experience that we've gone through in the past four years that hasn't been together (laughs) so it's really like nice to write about that because we write about what we go through you know and we have each other that's either been there through the whole thing or was a part of it. So that's yeah. really cool. Right. So you can get into that like headspace. Yeah. And sometimes it's nice when something it's sometimes it's hard to write about things that happen to you that are really personal. So it's, it's nice to have someone else that can see it from a different perspective yeah, and like give you different ideas, happened, you know, and someone's yeah. like, let's write about this today. And you're like, 
I'm not ready. <laughs> it's so nice to have someone else be like, yes, you are. Yeah. Like, this hurt you. Like, let's figure out how to make this into a positive. Right. Yeah. And also to maybe step outside of like that personal element that might be too personal exactly. for it to be sort of more, more to broadly. Yeah, exactly. So everyone can relate. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely been a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. So tell me about the name Bahari and why you chose that. Uh, Bahari means the ocean in Swahili, which is the language of Kenya, where I'm from. And so we, she was just asking me different words. Yeah, I was teaching her Swahili. Thing. She was, she didn't know any of the words in the, in the language. And I was teaching her like a couple of things and she was like, what's the ocean? And then I was like, Bahari. And we kind of like looked at each other. We're like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> we were like, we one. Were you looking at the ocean while you were? (laughs) No, we were at the studio. That would have been very poetic. I wish if we had like a beautiful view of the ocean. Story, yeah. (laughs) No, we were at the studio. So do we? Well, we we grew up in like completely different parts of the world with completely different backgrounds, and our lives were so different. And that was one thing that like made us feel close to each other because I grew up on an island on the beach, and she grew up on the beach too. And so it was something that we both was such a big part of our lives. You know, growing up yeah. on an island, my whole life was on the ocean. It's like you can't get anywhere without jumping on a boat. <laughs> what about you, Natalia? Where are you from? I was born in Nashville, and my mom was doing music back then. So we would go back and forth from Nashville to L.A. Um, around 10, I, like, really started to do school he in LA. I'm like, here, this there. is New York. <laughs> I never know where I am. I'm the worst at that. Natalia has no sense of direction. I'm the worst. Um, yeah, so I moved there and I just started acting, trying to do whatever I could. I, I just wanted to do music and it's so hard, you know, it's hard to get there. So I was like, anything that would get me somewhere near a recording studio. So I just kept acting and then I did this Disney thing for a second. And I kind of met the Brock Mafia through that. Didn't work out. And I went back. She was there. I was just like, yeah, there you go. It's just the right place, right time. Yeah, right time. You're just friends. Yeah, and it's not often when you meet another girl that's exactly the same age as you with the same goals and aspirations and ideas and dreams and everything because I remember being yeah I moved to LA by myself when I was 15 years old and everyone was like you're crazy and I was like well. I don't care because I want to do music and I can't yeah. do that where I am. And so to meet someone that had exactly the same feelings as me was like awesome. So we got to like yeah. just get really close over that. Other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really great. I mean, I think sometimes too, like people have this desire, but they, they won't take that leap of faith. Yeah. Like it's really, I mean, it's tar- scary. terrifying. It's yeah. scary. And I'm honestly... I'm so glad I was so young and naive because I don't think I'd be able to do that now (laughs) because I just kind of left everything and everyone and I didn't know anyone in America and I was just like, I'm going to do music and that's what I'm going to do. So you literally just like got on a plane and came to Los Angeles and... Said I'll figure it out when I get there. <laughs> I was I was lucky enough to know this one couple that were movie producers that were family friends and they let me stay oh, in their cool. in their like Okay, so you had a little bit of a safety net. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't live there though. They lived in London, but they let me stay in their house and then through them, I met the people at Rock Mafia, and then that's yeah. just how it happened. So I was quite, I got really lucky, honestly. It was just old timing and luck just worked out. Right. So Ruby, you're you play keyboards, yes. right? And then you're a bass player in oh, guitar, yeah. So, oh, and guitar, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah mainly so bass. How did you guys get into those instruments? Can you just share a little bit about? Yeah, you um, I started playing piano in boarding school when I was a kid. 
I wanted to, I was just obsessed with music and where I grew up, there were no pianos. And I remember like my friend was really good at the piano and I'd just ask if I could sit and listen like when she was taking lessons and stuff. And I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. So then I, I had the, I don't know if you've seen the movie Amelie. It's no. a French movie and it, there's a soundtrack to it and it's just piano, like the entire soundtrack. And I had it on a tape and I just listened to it over and over and over again. So I just sat down at a piano at my school and just taught myself wow. like all of these songs. And then I just became obsessed and played like for hours every day. <laughs> and that's it. That was it. The muse found you and... Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, (laughs) exactly. I was just like, this is, it's so, piano is just so fun. I always just loved playing it for ages and hours, and I would just teach myself all of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great instrument um, for all kinds of accompaniment, but also like music creation. Yeah, and it's so fun because I started playing like classical piano, like classical pieces, and then with Bahari and stuff, I was learning so much about, you know, using MIDI controllers and keyboards and using different sounds and programming it. And that was a whole new thing to tackle right. and it was so much fun because then we, we got to like we had, had a lot of fun with that on our first a lot of fun too much fun <laughs> <laughs> we were like, dee, 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 dee. like <laughs> what keyboard do you use do you um i use two i use the akai and then i have a nord uh-huh. and the nord's my favorite because i can take it everywhere and it doesn't need to be like plugged into a computer or anything right there's just so many sounds on it you can mess around on yeah, it for hours so self-contained. it's like a spaceship so it's fun. so we cool. wrote a lot of songs <laughs> just like sitting there with that thing i think get the keyboard let's go how about you? Um, sure. My, I grew up in a really musical family and I just like always really wanted to do that. And my mom had me in piano lessons at like three years old and I just didn't like it. I never liked anything that I didn't pick. That's just mm-hmm. how I am. And so I didn't want to play that. And so she, it really helped, I think, with like my ear. So shout out to my mom. Thank you so much. But <laughs> I just didn't like it. And so at like eight years old, I really, I was begging for a guitar and I got it for my birthday. And I wrote this song called Begging For Me because my boyfriend dumped me <laughs> when I was eight and I was really upset. And after that, I was like, okay, I put it on YouTube and I was like, this is this is what we're doing. Oh my <laughs> so god, embarrassing. I see that. It's deleted. It's gone. <laughs> but I was like, oh man. And then when we started playing, when I started playing in Bahari, I I just wanted to try something different. I wanted to feel more empowered with what I was playing when we were on stage. And I just loved bass. I loved it. I gravitated towards it and I just never put it down. I think like I think people don't understand how creative you can be with bass. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so, one you know, of the most important it's instruments. It's like misunderstood. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like, I mean, it is a great foundation, but when you see a bass player, like um, at my award show that we just did, we had Tal Wilkenfeld wow, there. That's and awesome. she, like, the things she does with bass, I think it's pretty great. It's mind blowing. So I really feel like bass, like, it's such a fun instrument. It's fun. Yeah. It's yeah. creative. It's yeah. Like, she I, started playing in boarding school. In her I played church bass choir. for my church choir oh, band. Yeah. <laughs> it was me and all the teachers playing the instruments, and I was just like with my bass, and I was so little. I was always like this tiny little girl in school, and I had this huge bass yeah, guitar because awesome. yeah. I didn't want to sing in the choir anymore. I was because I used to do it all the time, and I was like, I want to play bass. <laughs> and they were like, Okay. <laughs> so I played in the church band. It was cool. So yeah. what? What's your instrument? What bass do you use? I have a Fender P bass. Mm-hmm. 
And she's named Salsa. <laughs> her name is Salsa. Red. And she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's named Salsa. That's and awesome. I love her. She's your. She's one of your best friends. But this might your be the friend. year. It's like when you get your first dog and you're just obsessed. I don't want to make her jealous. But this year I might get a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. So let's talk about your music because, you know, I honestly wasn't familiar with you guys. And then when Ken shared your music with me, I was like, wow, oh. A, your music is beautiful. Thank so you. Cool, but it really seems to have like resonated with people. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, why do you think your music has resonated so much? I think, you know, when we started writing, we were teenagers yeah. and we've kind of grown up together through our music with the people that listen to our music mm. and it's such a pivotal time in a woman's life between yeah. the ages of 16 to 22 you go through a lot of different things and so we write about how we feel yeah. and I think so many people can relate to that because so many people feel the same way even though they have different experiences about everything yeah yeah you have to grow up in a sense you know at the studio and learn how even it's crazy like listening back to how we felt at that time i know it's because really... now i'm like calm down it's not a big deal yeah, no. you know what i mean i'm like i was so heartbroken <laughs> about like, something I way bigger problems but, but, yeah. but it is, i mean it is a big deal it yeah. is at the time yeah. you know we're everything's 16. so yeah. you're so sensitive right. you're like oh my gosh how am i gonna recover from exactly and that's what's so songs. that's what we're so lucky because the studio that we record at we have so we we can just kind of go whenever we want and yeah. record things. So whenever we're feeling some kind of way or whenever we yeah. have ideas, we always put it down. So we have like this massive log of music. Yeah. And mm. so it's really interesting listening to it back and being like, whoa, like that's how we felt during this time. And everything, like so much has changed, but at the same time, it's still... Our new like, album is going to be very interesting because it's just like one of the most rewarding years I think for us, it was one yeah. of the hardest years we went through. We were independent, making all of this content, making our own videos, like doing everything. And it, we loved it. It like, was so fun. It was so fun. And for all of it to be wrapped up in the end in an album and people get to see it is the most rewarding feeling ever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this time our album is, we're a little bit older and and we've gone through a lot. And I think it's just more relatable and but also just more fun. Like we've experienced a lot more, but we've also experimented a lot more musically. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we've got a, a little bit of an electronic so vibe. We have a song we recorded in a shower. <laughs> yeah. Ex Machida. We have a lot of things that are just like, we're like, that's perfect. Let's put it out. You know, we didn't really, we just wanted to be experimental on this album. So it's different. And yeah. And we just wanted to have fun. Yeah. Honestly. And like, so much of this new album is so fun for us to perform live and that's something that we weren't really thinking about before but after being on tour and after playing so many shows and stuff you really, really it becomes yeah. so important about how you're going to translate to it live and how the audience is going to feel and because so many songs are so different when you listen to the recording of it compared to when you yeah. play it live it's yeah. a completely different thing we've always been songwriters but now we're learning how to produce and so it's the music is now matching how we feel mm -hmm. yeah and we just get so excited when that <laughs> happens it's like the best feeling it's really awesome that you guys were able to have so much creative freedom oh yeah you know i think because a lot yeah. of times artists will go down this path where you know when once they reach a level of success then they lose some control yeah you know? i mean we we're incredibly lucky we're to be incredibly with yeah we're lucky because our our the people that are our partners in this is Rock Mafia, and they're, they they really give us creative freedom. We all and have creative freedom yeah. to 
collab what with each that? other. What is Rock, rock Mafia? Mafia? It's a production studio in Santa Monica in LA and they have a bunch of other artists signed, like Elohim signed there. Yeah. And so is Mero and Yoshi Flower. And it's basically like an artist development studio, but they also write a lot and produce a lot for other people they did a bunch of disney stuff they're just phenomenally talented but also they're kind of like our mentors in a sense yeah it's like an incubator yeah it's like a little yeah exactly and it's just like our safe place you know because everyone there's like family and we can we really started there and then on this album because we've grown up with the people we're making this album with you know now we can just invite them over and make a song you know it's like yeah we've gotten so lucky to be there and get to grow up with all the other people that are at rock mafia right because now we're in a place where we can all support each other exactly and help each other that's what's going on right now we're all on tour together yeah (laughs) Yeah. that is so cool because you know it feels great to help all those people that are deserving of yeah, help but also exactly. like to feel like someone's got else has got your back and yeah 100 percent. you know you're touring with people that you know aren't gonna you know yeah and like screw you yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> and as yeah. far as the creative freedom goes for a long time we didn't really have any yeah. you know it was kind of like this is what you have to do and this is the kind of music that you have to make and like we would what write songs and they'd be like this is too edgy oh, well, they're like this is too dark Crazy. this is too edgy and yeah. we're like well this is kind of who we are so we're not going to change that you know and so as soon as we got out of that situation and we just were left to our own vices pretty much we just went crazy I dyed my hair pink (laughs) (laughs) exactly and then we got to just write whatever we wanted and there was no one telling us like no this isn't I love that song but it's a little dark yeah you know and we're like but you don't know our vibe like we're the ones who know positive songs we have it's a story right you need the whole gamut otherwise you're just like one because that's not who we are as people it's not always shiny and happy it's it's the truth yeah and that's what's so cool about this new album is it's just really like a look into us as people we've gone through and especially i think especially for me there's like a very personal song for me that i went through through a really hard time i only had ruby to get through that so for it to be on the album and for us to like perform it live together i go and sit with her when i perform (laughs) it because i have to be with her because i just like it's it's cool like to have somebody like that yeah what what's the name of that song it's called jackie kennedy okay yeah Ooh, it's coming out soon. to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> so are the singles that you guys have been releasing, like the Sad Face song, are those from the album? Or are those? Yeah, that's yeah. going to be on the, the album. album. Yeah. Well, we've got a couple of singles. Yeah, there's a new one coming out in the next couple of weeks yeah. that we're like really excited about. It's almost just insane how much we can't control our excitement for it because yeah. <laughs> it's a completely different vibe for us. It's like a... Ooh, but it was drop. so fun because we got to like work with the director and write the music video and like yeah. we spent weeks on it and it's just like such a little passion project for us. This one song is like really important to us just because it's something so different and we wanted to make sure it was done right. Yeah. And that it just like portrayed who we were as artists. So that one's called Waking Up the Neighbors. Waking Up the Neighbors? Yeah. Excellent. We call it Neighbors because it's like really long. But yeah. You're reading it. So, so what is what, your album isn't out yet, though, right? No, it's no. not. So what? What's the name of it? Do you guys have a name? It's called The Virgin Suicides. Really? Yeah. After the book? Yeah, and a movie. <laughs> and a movie. Inspired by. Inspired by. <laughs> I Inspired think by. there's just something about we both grew up watching a lot of those cult films, and like that was just one of our favorite ones that we both gravitated towards. I think there's something about those girls that is just so. Mm-hmm 
mythical and and then they're gone and to us that's like the way life is and and that movie just makes you want to appreciate everything so much more yeah and it also leaves you with this weird feeling yeah and i don't know it took us a long time to shake that feeling after watching that movie and i just i loved that and i loved what it stood for and that also just like encaptures like femininity in such a beautiful way and especially youth in such a beautiful way and then it's also just kind of like a harsh reminder that like nothing lasts forever so you've got to make the most of it when is when are you guys planning to put that out or you don't know yet we don't know yet by the end of the tour yeah it's supposed to be coming out when we get back but you never know with these things yeah Yeah. all the songs we're playing on the tour yeah right so when you guys were writing for the album like when you were actually creating the music, were you thinking about how you were going to perform it live while you were some stuff, working on some it? things, some songs? I'm like, oh, I don't know if that will work, and then they they ended up work. It's always so weird. It's always like when you actually get there and you situate everything and you just start it, and you're like, oh, this actually really is really cool live. Like yeah. one of our favorite songs to play live is Ex Machina, which is one of the songs that we literally worked on for like two days, and then. We and we were when we were making it, we we're like, "There's nothing for us to play." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then we we like sat down and worked it out, and it's it's worked out perfectly, and it's one of our favorite songs now in the set. But I remember when we were making it, we we're like, "I was like, we have to add more keys. There's nothing for me to play." Yeah. And then it actually worked out like yeah. perfect. So we do. We think about it sometimes, but then sometimes we'll make stuff, and I'm like, "How are we gonna do this?" But that's the fun part of it. Yeah, it's a challenge. And yeah. it's always so much fun. I actually fun. really love when you. I mean, when you listen to you know recording Mm -hmm. you love it but then when you go see the artist live and they have like a different yeah yeah approach to it live like I think that's really really cool because then you feel like the live show is really special you can't just put that track on and experience it like you're there in the moment yeah exactly so yeah I mean it's our favorite thing to do is to play shows you know it makes all of the like everything else all the noise in the background go away it's yeah. so much fun. It's just like, and being on tour especially is just like really something that we look forward to all the time. And we're already like thinking about the next one. We're like, okay, we haven't even started. <laughs> we haven't even started this tour. And we're like, when are we going on tour again? <laughs> but that's when you're kind of like, you feel like you're in, in the right direction. Yeah, right? exactly. Because you're like, you're so excited. You're energized by what mm-hmm. you're doing. Although it, like, it can be very exhausting. Yeah, we'll see yeah. if I'll feel the same way by the time we're done yeah. with this one. <laughs> Call like, me in two months and see how I feel. <laughs> The fact that, like, people are showing up is just, like... It's just crazy. Something I'll never get used to, you know? It's just a really crazy It's just such a wild thing to, like, you know, to know that someone feels the same way about something that we felt when we were writing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a very out-of-body... concept. You, like, wipe that away, though. You're like, there are people right out there that want to, like, say hi to me, and I get to go and say hi to them and, like, make them happy and, like, entertain them. Like, that's such an crazy and cool experience to be able to... Like actually be able to connect with like people every night yeah and do it together and just like i just like sit and hang out and like hello i it's think so it's really cool. cool too when you feel like that your music has helped someone get through yeah. something difficult and that's really what like that's really yeah. what it was for us that's why we love you know wild ones writing so music for us is therapeutic yeah it's a way for us to, it's like a release it's an emotional release whether or not these songs ever come out that's how we deal with things is to write about it. Right. Yeah. And so it's really cool when other people will listen to it and be like, oh, that made me think about this thing that happened to me and it helped me get through this because everyone relates to it in a different way. You know, you can you can take what you want from it and it resonates with everyone differently. So it's really cool. 
Have you found that your music resonates more with like young women or is it more universal? It's really, it's really weird. All oh. over. Yeah. It's really all over, which is so cool because like we weren't, you know, everyone in business always talks about like, what's your target demographic yeah. and all of that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I just people, you know, we just want people to have fun and we to feel right anything. about boys. So I feel like that's why <laughs> everybody can relate. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, writing about emotion. Like, everyone has emotions. Exactly. You know, so It'd be very concerning if you didn't, you know? <laughs> Some people admit it more than others. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So what, what have you found to be something surprising in your journey that you just didn't expect? Can you think of anything? There's a lot I mean, of maybe things. Maybe the whole thing, things. but... <laughs> yeah. I think just how everything, you know, oh, I guess just how... I guess just to keep holding on, to like keep working hard, keep your head down. That's something I like really like learned this year because it's just like so crazy that we worked so hard and now we get to put something out. It just yeah. blows my mind. <laughs> it was a hard year and we got through it and, you know. Yeah. I think something that's just surprising is the fact that like, what sometimes we look on like our Spotify for artists and like all of these things and you can see like people from all over the world that are listening yeah. to it. And I'm like, that's crazy that there's like thousands of people in the Philippines listening to our music or like people in Ghana listening to our music or people in like Paris. That's just so nuts so to cool. me because like I remember growing up, music was so inaccessible for me because I was in such a remote area. And so it's just so awesome now that like anyone can just go on the internet and listen to whatever they want. Yeah. And like somehow some little girl in the middle of wherever stumbled upon our music and she's like, hey. Oh, that was so sweet. Yeah, that was, I was walking at home in Kenya and this tiny, she was like nine years old. And she just like ran up to me and she was like, bye. And I was like, what? Wow. And I was like, yeah. And it was just so cool because I'm just like this little girl, you know, she's not in America. She's not in LA. She's, and it's just so cool to see that someone can find our music and relate to it even though you might think that you might not have anything in common with someone that like that, but it's yeah. just so cool because you actually do because you're human yeah. and everyone feels things, you know? Yeah. It is pretty amazing that you can have an impact like that. Yeah. It's really anywhere. insane. Um, well, probably not anywhere because some countries restrict access, yeah. but in a lot of places. Yeah. It's crazy a lot of places. Can, yeah. You know? yeah it, it's like, you know, music's a universal language anyway. Yeah. So it's really awesome. Oh, this is so cool. Well, I'm I'm so stoked to talk to you guys. So tell people how they can find out more about you and your touring right now. Yeah. I'll try to get this out quickly so people can <laughs> go see you live. <laughs> well, I mean, we have Instagram, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all is of those good Bahari? things. Yes, yeah. at B-A-H-A-R-I. And then all of our tour dates are up there and yep. we'll always... Okay. Like talking about when, as soon as we know all of the dates for everything, we will make sure to let everyone know. Awesome. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to get to your show tomorrow night because I really want to see you guys play. Yeah. Please do. I, I mean, I would say even like someone like me, a lot older than you guys, I feel like your music resonates with me too. So, Amazing. So kudos well, to you guys you so for much. like really honing in on that special sauce. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank and thanks you for so coming much. all the way thank out you. here in the cold. It's freezing. Well, it was really great to meet you. <laughs> and so uh, guys, check out Bahari and you're going to love them. It's very, very cool. And hey, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. <laughs>